Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Here's What's Spinning with Adam and Kyle. This is the episode where we talk about a bunch of new music that either we are looking forward to or that other guests have told us about. Do we have any music from other guests <laughs> that we need to discuss today? Uh, this Alex, no, I think we might have screwed that up because we talked about Alex Black's recommendations last time. Right. We could talk about um, we could talk about Roydens today and then comment on them next week. I don't know. I never even thought about the guest. This is this is off to a booming start. <laughs> um, well, as I did the intro, I thought, wait, should we talk about? I mean, we haven't had time to talk about Royden, so maybe we should do that the next episode. Yeah, or I th- wait. I think we may have jumped the gun on uh, our like Alex's recommendations. I think that's right. what we did. Right, because we were going to splice one of them into the next episode, correct? That's what we did, yes. We were going to cut them out of last recording and put them into this one. Right, so this one should be like Alex's or Robert's, and then the one we recorded on Wednesday should be Royden's. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, FTT <laughs> from the top. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another. <laughs> I can't. I can't now. Uh, I'm just gonna keep this going. <clears throat> okay. You're listening to the Adam and Kyle podcast, where we hope to ignite inspiration through seeking the extraordinary and the ordinary. We will bring you episodes where we will let you in on our decades-long journey as friends and have conversations with guests about their passions, learning through lived experiences, and what challenges and excites them. Also, listen for bonus episodes that revolve around our shared love for music as we take a deep dive into our favorite bands, albums, and what we're spinning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Here's What's Spinning with Adam and Kyle. This is the show where we talk about all of our favorite upcoming releases or upcoming releases from previous guests. Today, we have... Just a few, because we've had some big episodes in the past. Um, so it might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I, I wanted to start off the show actually first with some with some potential music news, Kyle. Oh, is this... Um, so we got a teaser this morning from one of our favorite bands. I don't know if you saw it. It was on Instagram, so you probably didn't see it. Probably not, no. Uh... Trivium posted okay. an ominous photo. And if you if you have your phone handy, go on to it might be on Facebook too, but go on to go on to Facebook or Instagram and, and look at the photo because I, I want to get your interpretation on it. But it's uh it's possibly a new album tease or something, but I have some theories okay so the the tag for the photo says the stars have died and the heavens go up in flames and there's the book floating in the water so there's the book floating in the water and if you notice okay so here's here's some theories if you notice on the book that like 
little three circle symbol. Yeah. Yeah. This is great for audio for radio listeners. <laughs> that symbol on the front of the book is the same symbol that's on the crusade album. Is it in the like little in the sword thing on the crusade album? Like at the, it's at like the bottom of the sword or something like that. Oh yeah. I see it. Okay. It's at the bottom of the T on the sword for the trivium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also the book is in water. So here's, That's like here's the some, in waves. Exactly. So here's some theories I have. Um, so they, so August or sorry, October 10th this year is the 15 year anniversary of the crusade. Okay. But also August 2nd this year is the 10 year anniversary of in waves. Okay. And I mean, so that album or that, that logo, as far as I know, only shows up on the crusade, that little three circle logo. And the book is in, is in waves (laughs) in in water. (laughs) And so, um, at first when I saw the, when I saw the post, I was like, oh, they've got a new album coming out because when they were promoting what the dead men say last year, they post, they did like kind of the same thing. They posted like an ominous photo and then they posted a new photo every day up for a week straight up until the official announcement of the new album. Okay. So, so I'll I'll tell you right now that that logo also appears on the ascendancy cover. The three circle thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not to throw a wrench in that, but I'm curious as to what you think this all means. Well, my thought is, is either one, like it could be a new album. There's, there's speculation out there. And I think, (laughs) I feel like the, the, the album sequel thing is maybe becoming a thing because between the buried and me threw a wrench and everything when they announced colors too. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, this is all speculation, but the, the one thing I saw was that there was a lot of people saying, is it the crusade part two or is it in waves part two? And then I was seeing Shogun part two, but I don't know what this has to do with Shogun. No, that's a little confusing for Shogun. Yeah. But my my first thought was that I th- I feel like it could be just like a like either a fifteen year like crusade tour or like an in waves tour, yeah, or like maybe it's like a a thing where they'll where they're gonna play like both albums live kind of thing. But if it is, so if it is that, I mean that's fine because like that's cool um but if it is a new album i wonder what it all has to do with like the the book and it being in water and that logo because i don't remember you said it's on ascendancy and the crusade but i haven't seen that logo no but the interesting thing about the ascendancy and the crusade they're also the only ones that have that crazy like 
humanoid thing. So I almost wonder mm. if they're making like the third album to maybe that series or something like that. Oh. Are those albums connected in any way? Like purposely? I don't think so. They're just um, albums two and three. <laughs> hmm. I did just do a quick Google of the stars have died and the heavens go up in flames for trivium lyrics. Yeah. And they kind of align themselves with the theme of shoguns. That might be where people were thinking that. Right. Like there's a, like Callisto to a star in heaven. The earth begins to open up into the, into the dark who walk the fire and the breath. Like there's all sorts of like th those lyrics show up in throughout huh. a bunch of different songs. Okay. 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 So yeah, I wanted to see what your, what your, th what your thought was on this. Cause it's, it's kind of interesting. I think that we will hear something soon. <laughs> it's just like the Bruce Dickinson thing. We're going to hear something on Wednesday. We don't know what it is. Yeah. But I, I would be based on that. I would say maybe it's a live album or maybe it's a, um, maybe it's like a concept or maybe it's a throwback to the Sanicene Crusade. I, to me, it doesn't throw like a toury vibe at me. To me, it shows more of an album vibe. Mm hmm. Especially like a book is like a photo album and like a right album. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll they'll do another post tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. The only reason why it gave me the tour vibe is just because I when I looked it up, those are the two kind of big anniversaries this year: it's the ten year in waves and the fifteen year crusade. Yeah, for sure, and like it, it very well could be, but um, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. An, okay, I'll stay tuned. <laughs> Do you want a riddle? <laughs> oh, that wasn't the riddle. <laughs> no, there's another riddle. Okay. All right. S send it. I just heard this. I just heard this somewhere. You may have already heard this one, but I just, I, I heard, um, I heard this on another podcast and it kind of made me laugh. And I was like, when we, when we were realizing that, um, this episode was going to be shorter, I was like, let's fill time with, <laughs> Trivium news and a random riddle that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. All right, all right. Are you are you familiar with the 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 fox and the chicken and the and the grain riddle? Yes. Okay. Well, never mind then. Oh, okay. That, that's that's this is the one where you can only fit two in the boat. You got to cross the river and you got to get them all three to the other side. But this can't go with this one, and this one can't go with this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd have to think about it, but um, I am familiar with the riddle. I don't know it by heart, but... But do you know the answer? Well, yeah, you, you end up bringing two across, you bring one back, you bring the other two, you leave one there, you bring the other one across, then you come back empty and bring the other one across, if I remember mm -hmm. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that was fun. That worked out perfectly. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I, I, I had more, um, I had more, uh, songs for you this week than you had for me. Yeah. So maybe you go first, but before you went, I also just wanted to shout out on one of our other episodes, our guest, Robert told us to check out Cedric Burnside. Yes. And we had listened, we had, in our last episode, we had talked about his, his music a little bit, but at the time I had only listened to like the couple of singles that, that we were, that I just had time to listen to. Yeah. But since then I've listened to both of his albums beginning to end and they're awesome. Are they? I'll have to listen to the older ones because I've only listened to the one. They're all, they're all, they're both just super, super, super good. And Chelsea loves them too. That's awesome. So we've been listening to them all because it's good summer music too. So I just wanted to shout out Cedric Burnside. I even posted about it on my Instagram yesterday. I was like, if you haven't heard of this guy, you must check him out. If you're into like old school blues. Totes. All right. That's like, that reminds me of the episode of The Office when, uh, I don't know if you watched The Office, but mm-hmm. uh, Daryl and Mike are in the truck and Mike <laughs> and his girlfriend had just broken up. And so Daryl's teaching mm-hmm. him the, the blues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Good old office. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to go through my comments on your list first? Is that correct? Yeah. Cause you have like six from me and yeah. I just have the three from you. Okay. So some of these are backlogs. So some of them you might recognize from earlier listeners, but I'm fully 100% caught up now, which is good. It means we can go forward with our new format and there's no catching up to do. And it's, it's very good. Uh, so I did make the choice to go back and listen to destiny potato because we talked about it a little bit more the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) And I agree, I agree with you completely. Their name is just awful for as good as it sounds like, right. The album is really long. It's like 18 or 20 songs Mm -hmm. and, uh, lots of different styles of metal, but like really good. I was, I was really happy with them. And I tried to do some more like research into who they are. And they're kind of a bunch of people from a bunch of bands that are also all like B level or C level. Like they're kind of hard to like, they're not, not, nothing's really common from them, but there is like a cult following on Reddit for destiny potato, for instance. Uh huh. So kind of cool. And there's some theories that destiny potato changed their band name too on Reddit. That I was reading about. Oh, but I didn't, I didn't wasn't able to find any from the band name and I didn't write it down the new band name, but <laughs> it might be something that comes <laughs> to a new here's what's spinning in the future. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what album were you looking at? That ha- I haven't seen one that has 18 songs. Destiny. Was it the Lun? 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 Yeah. Lun. What's like a 12? How did the end? 12, how did so many end up in my oh it is only 12 they're just it felt so long <laughs> i mean it, it, it yeah it is like it's like 50 minutes oh that's not even that long okay uh, then forget i said that because that doesn't uh, 
I must have been miscounting. <laughs> but it, it is crazy kind of how, like, some of their songs, like, the, the one song on that album has, like, over 4 million streams. So they're clearly not, like, just kind of no one. No, that's right. I'm going to look into this new band name, though. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I think they're worth keeping like a little bit of a, a little feeler on because I think we're going to totally. see some more stuff coming out of this Destiny potato that we happened across <laughs> when we looked up 12 Foot Ninja. <laughs> totally. Also, now I just want to open up like a food truck that's like <laughs> just based around baked potatoes and like different variations of baked potatoes. Yeah. And, and it's you can called call it Destiny, Destiny potato. potato. You just yeah. play this album over and over and over again all day. It is a way better name for a food truck than for a band. <laughs> totally okay uh a while back you asked me to listen to red fang their arrows album yes uh, i didn't like it uh i wasn't <laughs> a huge fan of it either to be honest no it like i didn't really like the music or the singing and i found like it very repetitive and like it just i just it just didn't grab me at all yeah i'm in love with their debut album it's just a self-titled debut okay and it sounds very different, but also very the same. And I, so I've always kind of like been following them, but I really haven't liked a release from them since their debut that I've liked as much. Like a uh, red jumpsuit apparatus. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> are they still doing things? Yeah. I th uh. At least I think they are. It, um, Face down in the dirt, she said, this doesn't hurt, she said. All of their popular songs are off that album, though, and they have got no popular songs off the rest of their album. They just released an out, a single in 2020, so they are still oh. doing stuff. Okay, there you go. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, I listened to the Bloom EP from Of Mice and Men. Uh, okay, and I, okay, okay. I really liked it. It's a great balance of singing and screaming. It's super accessible, but pretty like sweet, heavy hitting metal. Yep. Yep. So that was, was, that was good. Did you also listen to the, the one right before it by chance? The one uh, right before it. Timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I didn't ask you to. I was just curious okay. if you if you went back by any chance. No, I did not. You should. It, this is all coming from a string of of like three EPs that they're putting out. It sounds like they're doing like a like instead of putting out a full album, they're putting out like three three song EPs. Oh, okay, that's kind of and cool. timeless was the first one. And uh, there's a song on that one called Obsolete that's getting a lot of like airplay and it's it's quite good okay well so, let me just add that to my playlist yeah check that out and look for uh look for a third ep coming i've i've heard this year so there might be the third one coming a little bit later coo -coo -coo. yeah good stuff i miss shaylee bourget but i still like that band oh is that a uh, lineup change yeah shaylee was their original clean singer Gotcha. And he left after the flood. Hmm. Uh, scale the summit. 
Um, I listened to the whole Subjects album. Okay. Um, I really liked it. I love them as instrumentals, but like the guest vocals add a lot to the instrumentals. I find like I find I like them better with vocals. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I recognized Courtney's right away. Like you know, I just had it on in the background. I was like, "Oh, that's Courtney." Courtney mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then I you told me to watch the Jackhammer Ballet um, video because mm-hmm. he's got it's a it's a video of him playing the guitar and he's got like a programmable LEDs on the neck. And my very first thought was, the LEDs aren't following his fingers; they're doing something totally different. And how hard it would be to play the guitar while the LEDs were lighting up the way they were. <laughs> that was my very first thought. I was like, this It'd would be, be impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like in in the video, there's times where the neck of his guitar is following the lyrics of the of the the singing. Mm-hmm. Like they type it all out, and like it's scrolling across the board. But he's like also scrolling and sweeping in different ways. And I'm like, that would be so hard to manage. No kidding, especially live because I think that he has that guitar while he play play live. So it's like you already can't see very well on stage. No. So imagine that. Yeah, that'd be hard. One thing I will say about his guitar though that I really loved, um, it's a, not a trend, but a, um, a new thing that I saw in basses for the first time. I'm trying to remember the brand that does it. Sorry, one second. Let me, let me just do my quick Googling. Why can I not bring it up? I hope we don't have to pay for that hum. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck brand is it? Anyways. Is it Strandberg? um, No, it's going to come to me as I'm talking about it, I think. But anyways, it's the fanned fretboard. So it was first uh, okay. it was first put onto bases by this brand Dingwall. <laughs> the brand is Dingwall and they are all handmade bases and they started doing this fan fretboard because what it does is it shortens the high string and lengthens the low string and it mm. makes the attack of all strings the same no matter what note you're playing. It's one oh. of the biggest problems on bass is you lose all of your attack or you get way too much attack on the high strings and you lose all of your attack on the low strings but you like the inverse is true for sustain, I believe. And by doing the fan fretboard, you fix that. Oh, cool. So anyways, that was the first thing I noticed about his guitar besides the LEDs was that he's got a fan fretboard on it. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool because I haven't seen that on a guitar before. Yeah, you're seeing that more. The reason why I brought up Strandberg is that's a very becoming a very popular one. Like Pl- Pliny uses, uses one. And... Um, or Nelson from Scar Symmetry also uses one. Yeah. And they seem to be becoming more and more popular. I think they have the same thing, if I'm imagining what you're talking about. 
Yep. Yeah. I'm just looking at it now and Ivan has started doing it too. So I wonder if Dingwall had a patent that ran out because patents expire. Maybe. So I wonder if now it's accessible to everybody. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty nifty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I listened to the Times of Grace, the Burden of Belief EP. Oh, new song dropped today, by the way. Yeah, Rescue, right? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, it, I think it dropped yesterday because I listened to it yesterday. Well, well. Well, <laughs> well, well. So anyways, they added it to that same EP, the Burden of Belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it a lot. Like, it's pretty classical Times of Grace. Uh, they got cool riffs and driving vocals and kind of like floatingness and like I really, I really like it the same way I have previous times of grace, but um, it's not that new in my opinion. Fair enough. I am yep. still very pumped for this album. Oh, totally. Yeah. But you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, I think, when you when we listen to it for the like fully for the first time. That's right. Like it's just classic times of grace. Adam Dukewitz, man. Yep. And then the very last one is one that I've actually listened to previously. I did listen to it before our interview with Alex Black, but uh, I re-listened to and commented on the Bear Horse single Ghost Ship. Yes. Um, so I'm definitely like, I've listened to it a bunch of times. And I'm really looking forward to the rest of the album. It's got like wicked guitar riffs and driving drums and the kind of drone, droning vocal harmonies, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me a lot of like, that's snowboarding game, Sean Sean White. <laughs> that snowboarding game on PlayStation Two, I think. Yeah. The it, like the Ghost Ship song reminds me of like that soundtrack from that game. Huh. Okay, I'll have to go back and listen to that soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, Bear Horse. Check them out. Go support totally. your local artists. Okay, that's it. That's everything. That's everything. That's so it's my turn. That's all. Yeah. The Adam and Kyle podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Song Productions. Phoenix Song Productions is an AV system provider and integrator specializing in live sound production and recording. Phoenix Song Productions also offers technical consultations, permanent installations, and rentals. Phoenix Song's newest offerings include live streaming consultations, on-site audio and video recording, as well as technical and creative education. Check our website at www.phoenixsongproductions.com for the next education or entertainment event. Follow us on social media. Check the show notes below for links to our website and all of our social pages. Okay, well, speaking of Alex Black and what he told us to listen to, you told me to listen to Death From Above 1979, their new, like, free animal single, like, remix EP thingy that they put out. Um, like free animal, funny enough, it's like one of my favorite songs from the album. Oh, that's funny. So I, I, I do really like that song. Um, it's kind of like old, I want to say old school Royal blood, even though Royal blood's <laughs> only been around for like five years. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, I, I, the free animal, the song I was one of my favorites from the album when I listened to it. Um, the remixes though. There, I no, not for me. No, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the. I don't like when it seems, especially with rock bands, when they 
when they get like a DJ and like it was it was Kraftwerk that did one of the remixes and that's like a pretty big name in the yeah in that uh genre of music but I think what I didn't like about them was that first of all the the two remixes sounded exactly the same <laughs> and they even used the same um they even used the same uh like patches things yeah yeah right within their within within the song and the first one was like six and a half minutes and like the beat didn't change once it just kind of kept going on and 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 on yeah yeah no i felt the same and so i don't really get the point of this because like like i mean unless they do like i i don't imagine they would ever play that live i wouldn't think so so it's like, what's the point of re- like re-releasing one and not like a single you already have on your album? And then just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I like listening to remixes of songs. And actually, um, there's some bands. Demon Hunter. They usually release mm-hmm. like um, remixes of their songs with like DJs that I really tend to like, like some of them I don't Mm. like, but some of them I really do like. And so I do like when bands do this just to hear other artists interpretations of the songs. But I, I agreed with you on this one. It didn't really add anything. Yeah. If I was going to get a DJ to remix my song, I'd want someone like Skrillex and be like, just really just make this your own. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I think that's what Demon Hunter does really well. Like there's a few of their songs that I like their albums, but then there's like their remixes, which I actually also have in my list because they're fun. Oh, good old Demon Hunter. Are they still doing things? Talk about- that's a great question. Huh? I'm going to check that out really quick before I move on because man, we loved them back in the day. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh it looks oh, like they released an album this year yeah but it's it's also has resurrected so i think these oh yeah these are all remakes of the same song or of is this songs uh, is this like their first album kind of thing or is this like a mix of a bunch of old songs I th- it looks like a mix but i don't know that so let me just this is a classic example of a band trying to make time during this pandemic. Yeah. And it's like, cause a lot of bands have been doing this and some have been doing it really well, like August Burns Red and Muse that we talked about last, last episode. So I'd actually be curious to hear. These look like they're all from different albums, huh? but I'm okay. definitely going to take a listen to this and see how they've resurrected these. Yeah. I liked their war and peace thing they did a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, um, totally. Okay. Yeah. Demon Hunter making a guest appearance. If you haven't <laughs> checked out Demon Hunter, they're worth a listen for sure. Yeah. Good if old. you do that, the storm of the gates of hell is the album that got us into them. That's an older yeah. one, but really good. Um, the next one you told me to listen to imagine dragons, their new single wrecked. Yes. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm already not a fan of this band. 
Oh, <laughs> I thought you were for some reason. I was like, oh, you'd be well, so excited about this. <laughs> well, I really liked that the radioactive song. Yeah. That was really popular. But since then, I haven't really been into them. And I think, I think a lot of the reason for that is because every time now that there's like a thunderstorm outside, I keep singing, I keep singing thunder, thunder, lightning and the thunder. And I hate it. That's, that's pretty fair. Um, but I mean, ever like for some reason, the radioactive song really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. probably because of the dubstep vibes in there. And I was into that at the time. Yeah. But since then I haven't really found that any of their stuff really grabbed me. And this, this song was just kind of like, um, there's a couple parts I did like about it that I'll, that I'll bring up, but like overall, the song was just kind of meh. Okay. Um, the, like the chorus is good. And I like the little, like the little, like, pick scrapes and stuff on the guitar like going into the chorus yeah or all the choruses and the the last chorus like kind of the big chorus at the end with all of that like kind of cool like anthematic guitar going on in the background i thought was really cool so I mean, like I liked the choruses, but the like the in like the verses and stuff, I kind of found a little boring. But okay, the, fair enough. Um, there was some some kind of cool guitar work in there, and especially in that last chorus. Yeah. So I liked that part. But they're not really a band where it's like if they announced a new album, I don't think I'd really go out of my way to listen to it. To be honest. Okay. All right. Are you an Imagine Dragons person? Did I just crush you? No, because I can have my own opinions without your validation. <laughs> what is your opinion on on the band? I really like them. I I like their singles uh, and like their their top like their radio ready stuff, and I like their mm-hmm. albums. And like I think they do a really good job. So it's fine. It's cool. fine. Everything's fine. i mean my my only association with them i think is those like radio singles that you hear just too often like the lightning and thunder song because i haven't i haven't ever really listened to an album of theirs since i think it was an like a little ep that radioactive came out on i'm not mistaken just looking yeah, they think it came out on Night Visions, which was a full-length album. Oh, it was a full-length album. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, this, their last one, I think Origins, like, like I, I'm kind of playing up the fact that you don't like them that I do, but I, uh, <laughs> they're not my favorite band. Like, I don't follow them by any means, but... Uh, right. The Origins album, I remember really liking. Another friend of mine really uh, recommended it. Hmm. and then yeah like they're kind of radio ready songs i think they're great songs i think they do a really good job of kind of being poppy rock poppy rock i mean the great thing about this this thing that we're doing is that now if they come out with a new album and i'm forced to listen to it yes maybe it'll gain a new fan it's true um 
So let's imagine dragons wrecked. Is there any news of an album that you know of, or is this just like a random one-off? Uh, I didn't look into it, so I can't little, comment on don't that. Don't forget about us. It's been three years since an album kind of thing. Well, um, they released another EP in 2021 that I just found as well. Well, there you uh, go. Called Follow You Cutthroat. Whoa. That sounds intense. It has 113 million streams already, that song? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. No, they're pretty I big. I mean, they're a super popular band, obviously. It's just, man, 40 million monthly listeners. I didn't realize they were... Man, they have some songs that are almost at 2 billion. Oh, yeah. Believer? Believer and the thunder. Thunder, <laughs> thunder. Yeah, I can't go through a thunderstorm without he hearing that song in my head. Fair. I mean, maybe that's good on them for coming up with something so catchy. Yeah. Okay, let's let's move on. I want to hear about this next one. Tanakh. <laughs> I have Asmark too. Yeah. Aceous D. Um Tenacious D did a Beatles cover. I I guess two different songs in one. You never gave me all your money slash the end. Yeah. Um I mean I loved this. This was <laughs> this, this was awesome. This had Tenacious D written all over it. Did you watch the video too? I did watch the video. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to watch because one of the things that I love about this band is like, is that you can't really take them too seriously until you actually like hear the chops that they have. Totally. And then, you, and then you're just like, I want to take them seriously. But like a lot of their lyrical content, you're like, I can't take them seriously. So when I watched the video, I watched the video first and I just kind of, I felt myself distracted from the actual song because I was like, <laughs> the video. yeah, because I was just like, I was just focusing on the video and I was like, and that thought went through my head. I was like, I can't take them seriously. And like, even just like seeing Jack Black sing like in the video, yeah, you're just like, I can't really take you seriously. So I listened to it again after without the video to like more so focus on the music. And I mean... Like I just said, they have some serious chops, the two of them. They do. And a lot sure. of people I don't think realize or appreciate. But I loved how it like, like obviously it's a cover of a Beatles song, but it felt like a, it felt like it could be like a Tenacious D original. Like with all the stuff they added into there. <laughs> well, I was, I was curious because I'm not actually familiar with the You Never Gave Me All Your Money by the Beatles. So I went and listened to that after too. Is it... Um... I didn't do that, but I want to. What is it from Abbey Road album? Oh, I don't know. Because the the cover for the single is like <laughs> the Tenacious D walking across Abbey Road. It is off of Abbey Road. Yes. Okay. That makes the cover much more. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, but the point I was going to make is that is that um, the the original song is so different. Like even a lot of the lyrics are quite different. So like saying it sounds mm-hmm. like a Tenacious D original and it could be a Tenacious D original is is very accurate in my opinion because they didn't even take the cover too seriously. Totally. But they got, I don't know if you saw this, they got praise from Paul McCartney. I did, did see, you see that. This? That's, that's actually how I came across it is because I follow Paul McCartney uh, on Facebook and he shared it. Which I think is just super cool. That is very cool. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that someone like Paul McCartney or a member of the Beatles would like Tenacious D because the Beatles are also can be very weird. <laughs> With some of their songs. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I think he, it makes sense that he would appreciate a cover like this. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I love the, I love that band. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're so funny. And if you're Literally. not following Jack Black on Instagram, you're doing Instagram wrong. Because he is, <laughs> especially during this pandemic, he's hysterical. And he's been posting like all these little like short films. Oh, yeah. On Instagram. And they're so funny. They're just they're outrageously funny. He's like pretending to be Marvel superheroes. And <laughs> it's just, oh, man. What was the uh, he did a a mockery of a music video where he was just like getting blasted with a hose. (laughs) I can't. I know the last one you're talking about. Yeah, that's the last one I saw. Yeah. Oh man, Jack Black. I would love to have a conversation with him one day and learn more about why he is the way he is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's honestly like it sounds like craziness, but he is like. Honestly, a genius. He's very, very smart. Totally. Yeah. And has an incredible voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. And people don't give him credit for it because it is kind of a goofy voice and like the way he uses Mm -hmm. it is goofy. But as far as chops go, it's, yeah, phenomenal. Yep. School of Rock, still one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I just watched that a few weeks ago, actually. Brilliant. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. Anyways, Uh, shall we wrap this up? I think so. That does it for this short <laughs> 40 minute edition of here's what's spinning. Um, yeah, stay tuned, uh, next week for another, another guest interview. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and you can hear our episodes on any pad- podcast f- platform that you use with new episodes dropping every Thursday. You can email us at adamkylepodcast at gmail.com. 
for any questions, concerns, uh, or if you have any music suggestions, please send them our way. Cause as you can tell, we, we listen to pretty much everything. We talk a lot about metal, but we listen to pretty much everything and appreciate a lot of different stuff. And so give Absolutely. us a suggestion and maybe we'll uh, talk about it on a future episode. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so thank, thank you for thank you for tuning in and thank you for hanging out with us. Till next time. Bye. Hello everyone, it's Kyle here. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please take a second to follow us on all of our social media. Links to our pages and any other material we talked about today are in the show notes below. Check back in next month for some additional conversation, laughs, and new music. And we wanted to give a big thank you to Adam's sister, Amanda Rishog, for designing our podcast cover image. She's a beautifully talented artist that has a tattoo shop here in Calgary called Living Prayer Tattoo. She specializes in fine line work, sacred geometry, and botanicals. Follow her online handle at Living Prayer Tattoo on Facebook and on Instagram, where you can find all of her work and booking information. And lastly, thanks again to Phoenix Song Productions for the continued technical and financial support, which helped make this podcast possible. We'll see you next time.